There are different ways of electing governments. Maybe some are better than others. To what extent is any of this a constitutional issue? So we heard the argument from uh, the group Springtide. They've launched this constitutional challenge uh, alongside with Fair Vote BC. Uh, They say that Section 3 and Section 5 of the Charter are infringed by our status quo and the consequences uh, of our, our voting system. So that case is going to be heard in September, and it'll be interesting. Uh, one of the groups that's intervening, and intervening on the other side of this debate to argue that whatever its flaws, the first-past-the-post system is indeed constitutional. That's the argument the Canadian Constitution Foundation will be making. Josh DeHaas is counsel with the CCF. The CCF.ca is the website. Josh, great to have you with us. You're welcome to the program. Thanks, Rob. Happy to be here. Okay, so why was it important from your organization's perspective then to be an intervener in this case and, and to get involved? So what matters to us is the rule of law and essentially following what the Constitution says. And, uh, you know, Fair Vote and uh, the other party is making a really interesting argument here, but, you know, that is... Uh, that's a political argument, and it's for uh, it's for the people to decide through their uh, political representatives if they want to make such a massive change to the voting system that we've had in place uh, all the way back to 1867. And it's just it's just plainly not constitutional in our, in our view uh, because that that Constitution Act sets up the voting system. You know, it makes um, it makes references to first past the post in a number of ways by setting the number of seats per, per province by saying that the governor general shall summon and call together the House. Um, and the charter charter rights matter, but they don't supersede the rest of the Constitution, and that stuff matters too. So we, we believe that the, uh, the proper way to do this is not through judicial fiat, not through the courts, but to, you know, pursue a constitutional amendment or at least pursue it through through democratic means. Mm-hmm. Right, and and then that's not necessarily as meant as an argument in support of the first past the post system. I guess I mean your organization is not really taking a stand one way or the other on the merits of any of these different systems. It's more about the, the you know the constitutional principles here. Yeah, that's exactly right. So you know we recognize too that there are lots of pros and cons um, to to the system that we currently have, and lots of pros and cons to proportional representation. You know the system we have now. Um, it's, it's good in a lot of ways. Like it helps create very strong, stable majority governments where governments can get along a lot done compared to countries where they're having elections every few months, like like Israel. And then um, there's also cons too, though. And we're not really part of that debate. We just want to focus on um, what the Constitution actually says and making sure that um, courts don't take you know a couple sections of the charter that say what they say and sort of turn that into. Um, something that it doesn't actually fit. Yeah. Well, and when you say there are pros and cons, and I guess, you know, you know, there's the question of at what point a con becomes a constitutional issue. At what point somebody is disenfranchised as opposed to just, you know, preferring a different system. Somebody who votes for a small party that will never be represented in the House of Commons or in a certain region maybe where they feel as though their vote doesn't count as much. I mean, is, is, does anything approach that, that realm of, you know, someone being disenfranchised, which, which may speak to constitutional matters? Yeah, we don't, we don't think that it does. I mean, you can read, for example, read the per- provision, Section 3 of the Charter. It just says that you have the right to vote in an election and to be, you know, qualified for, for membership therein. It doesn't say 
you have a right to your vote counting exactly equally in the sense of, uh, you know, your small party being represented to a certain percentage. It says you have the right to vote. So, um, you know, we don't we don't want judges sort of reading that and uh, riffing off it and deciding that it means something that it doesn't it doesn't really mean, right? Yeah, I mean, because I mean, I think there are arguments against other systems, right? I mean, proportional representation might better represent parties, but that could exclude independent candidates, or maybe that you know weakens representation at the local level. So, arguments against proportional representation wouldn't make proportional representation unconstitutional, then, would it? No, no, that's right. I think that would also be. I think that's also um, a possible system, uh, but that's something we need to you know have a big public debate about if you if you look at all these other systems that they have in every other country like there's there's no perfect system and there's a, a million ways you can design this but what we're saying is uh, we do have a system that was set up by the constitution act 1867 and you know the charter doesn't doesn't change that well, it would be an interesting case as you say some important principles to be established here so as best you understand then this will be heard uh, i guess next month right yeah, so it'll be heard in the Ontario Superior Court in September. All right. Well, more at the CCF.ca. Josh, appreciate your perspective on this. Thanks for joining us here.